and it's, and they're like, we're getting close. We're crazy. Looking at it right nuts, now, dude. Like, look at it. It's wild. Like they're fully swimming in in a way that uh, producer Will is pulling up a video uh, for those who are watching on YouTube. Uh, look at that. Swimming like a dolphin. So wait, really? You can't. Yeah, how could you tell the difference? I, I can't. Can, can you, I can't. Tell I don't believe that this is an anim, animatronic. Do, on, uh, I can't. Speak. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Are you either. kidding me right look now? Look at that. Are you kidding me? There's no way. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, you, you, Dude. I would go, I, by the way, I would pay to swim with that robot. Like, I've never done the pay to swim oh, with yeah. a dolphin. I would 100% pay to swim with that robot. Yeah, no, that's, I'm all it's about craziness. it. Too, man. Yeah, I, I could I, not. I'm all about it because it's, I know I, that, dolphins are, dolphins are sorry, smart creatures. I'm all about them not keeping them in captivity. Hundred zillion percent. I mean, it's just one of those trashy, dumbass things that humans do, which is, keep them in captivity along with all the fucking other bullshit they do right. to them. But there's no way that that's an animatronic dolphin. Dude, it's, it, it is crazy. And, and I, I like, I love this by the way. Like I think Disneyland's great. I love the idea of inspiring magic and whatever their whole like spiel is. I think it's super fun. You know, I love the idea of Disney being like, look, we're investing. I, I have to imagine this cost tens to hundreds of millions of oh, dollars. I, that's got to be like, that's a, probably a $10 million yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, it has to be. Although when you yeah. look at the skin, dude, it does look kind of fake on the skin a little bit when it comes out of the water. There, There's one part where it comes out of the water and the water beads yeah. are like coming off it like it's a little bit plasticky yep. right mm-hmm. there. But dude, but still. Fuck I Disney. That's, but, that <laughs> sucks. But, but if you didn't know, I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a marine biologist. <laughs> if you watch this without knowing the context of what we just discussed, you would not go, no, no, that's no. a plastic dolphin. Look at the Definitely weird water not. on its back. You would mm-hmm. not. You would no not. Way. It's so I'm, good. And I, I love this. I love the story. I think it's it's great news. Like, good on you, Disney, for you know out getting rid of real dolphins and putting in these animatronic ones that, again, must have cost hundreds of millions of dollars and 20 years of R&D. Like, go this, Disney. Yeah. It gives – yeah. I like I like the jungle ride at Disney with the fake fakeish looking giraffes and uh, hippos. Um, oh, it's super fun! Sort of dancing. No, they don't yeah. really dance on that one. But I mean, <laughs> just like the old school Disney animatronics. And I like didn't even go to Disney as a kid. Like I didn't live anywhere near there. And like I think I went when I was maybe fifteen for a day. Mm-hmm. But I've been to Disneyland since I moved to LA as an adult. I like the old. It's a small world. Little love. It's like, a small world. Yeah, they're like, it's a small what, world what, what after all. It's just like dude, so what's cheesy. What's your guys' thoughts on, Peter, uh, remember, on Disneyland? Remember when we went well, to Disneyland? I was just going to say, I mean. I was just going to say, me and you had well, a great time. Well, I mean, let's be fair. Once we got out of the park <laughs> and into Adventureland where we could booze at ESPN Zone or wherever the fuck we were, we had a good time. Wow. Dude. <laughs> if you, Forrest, if you put a gun to my head and said like, what's the the happiest you've ever been in a single instant. <laughs> I would point to a time where Ratep and I went with uh, two uh, women who are no longer in our lives. Correct. And uh, we, w- we went to Disneyland and we started by going to California Adventure where okay. you can drink. Right. Yep. So we would like, do a ride. We'd have a glass of wine. We'd do a couple more rides. We'd fucking get a beer, whatever. We're having an mm-hmm. unusual day. That closes early. Then we get into Disneyland. And they turn into fucking Ugh. lunatics where they're like, they have like an itinerary ready, three hours left. They're like, Pirates of the Caribbean, small world. We're like, yeah. oh my God. And then we realize there's no booze in Disneyland. Proper. Right. 
Yeah, that's a real so, letdown. It was terrible. <laughs> so now we wait while sobering up for 50 minutes to take to do Pirates of the Caribbean. Great ride. Awesome. Then they want to do It's a Small World. I love that you remember the ride. A lot of bang for your buck. I don't even remember the ride. We get out, and as we're leaving, I just, because they had six more rides we were going to do, more hours. (laughs) And I just look at Peter, I go, do you want to just say we're not going and just (laughs) refuse to go and go to the ESPN zone and drink? (laughs) Because we had hotel rooms. He's like, yeah. Yep. (laughs) And we just told him they didn't even care. Right. We get to ESPN zone. We each order a beer and a shot. We're like the only ones in there. Great. Bartender's like, yeah, we're open till one. And I just looked at Peter and it was just, he was like welling up with joy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, it was hours and hours of, of not drinking. And you keep in mind, I didn't know that you couldn't drink at Disneyland. This was, this was news to me when I got there. So you got a picture of like just a guy who's in his prime drinking years with, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, great. And also I hate Disneyland. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I fucking hate it. I, I'm sorry. I apologize if anybody's like this, but I, I think it's ridiculous when people are like adults are obsessed with it. And I'm just like, well, whatever. I, I, it's, it's their thing. thing. It's fine. But I it is a thing. There are, there are adults obsessed yeah. with it. No, I, I don't get it. I mean, I, you know, I don't get it either. Like get a life, but there are legit adults obsessed with going and get to booze in your theme park. So, Thank you. Yeah. Get some <laughs> fucking booze. Disney. Maybe your stock would be performing better. They're laying Ugh. off. They just announced they're laying off an additional twenty-five to forty thousand. Crazy, like how? Yeah, well, they spent they spent two hundred and fifty million dollars on robot dolphins. <laughs> of course, they can't make people salary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Forrest, I saw producer Will's uh, show doc, and right away, I, I was like, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this as a uh, herpetology enthusiast mm-hmm. slash expert. Um, so, this is about. A, a, apparently a rare snake that's found in Thailand called the Asian kukri. Oh, kukri. Mm-hmm. kukri. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love I'm going to have you tell it because you understand snakes more than I do. I find them to be uh, uh, scary and uh, I climb trees to avoid them. Handling them. <laughs> I've seen you do it. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I know the headline. It's interesting. And there's, there's, a, there's actually a fun pun, if you will, to this story. So the Asian kukri snake um, got observed doing a behavior that's never before been seen, which is incredible. Uh, So um, they have these amazing like knife-like teeth, right, in their upper jaws. And one was observed slashing into uh, its prey, which is a large toad, and disemboweling it, plunging its head into the abdominal cavity of this toad, and then feasting on these organs like one at a time while the toad was still alive and bleeding out. Yeah, so totally gnarly, which is, you know, personally, I think it's absolutely fascinating that a snake could do this. And a a couple things here, and I'll tell you what the fun kind of pun is in a minute, but a couple things that I think are awesome and worth worth acknowledging. I think herpetologists in particular, like knowing every field of biology, herpetologists in particular think they have it all figured out, right? Like they think, oh, yes, we know everything about snakes. Like it's a snake. I've had it in my fish tank. You know, I know what it does. Um, oh, yeah, wow. look at it. That's, that's it with its head inside. Dude, of the that's, toad. that's um, nuts. Yeah. Will just brought up a picture of this actually happening. The toad is intact essentially. And the snake is just right. Inside. The snake's head it's is it's inside of it. Inside right. it. Yeah. <laughs> Munching. Oh my it. Yeah. God. But anyway, I think, you know, the fact that herpetologists generally feel like I, and, and again, this is a generalization, but I think a lot of them feel like they understand 
all behavioral aspects of snakes and what they do and how they do it. And, oh, it's this one's a constrictor and this one's venomous. And, you know, we understand these broad generalizations. And then to have something like this where you're like, oh, this is not just a constrictor that eats toads the same way every other snake does. It actually disembowels them with its crazy, weird fang structure and goes in and eats their organs and then leaves them there. Like, that's incredible. And nobody's observed this before now, as far as I know. The other part of the story that I think is really fun or part of the news. So the, the, it's called a kukri snake because of its knife-like teeth. A kukri is a type of knife. It's a type of machete. It's that curved machete, if you've ever seen it. Oh, yeah. I think. Might have been the kind Indiana Jones, but you know, those like curved machetes. Yeah, like Aladdin. Exactly, exactly. That's what a kukri is. So the name kukri snake comes from its its knife-like teeth. But what I think is more fun about this is the fact that this kukri snake, aka this knife snake, uses its knife-like teeth as a knife to slash its prey as if it were in battle. So there's like this kind of like fun thing there. This thing was already named after like this, this weapon and this action. And it actually uses it. I don't know. I think it, I think it's super cool. And as a herpetologist, like seeing this, I would love to have a kukri snake as a pet. Now I would be feeding it toads left and right and watching it. Oh God, you sick pig! You would <laughs> not my cup of tea. I am just like Disney, <laughs> dude. I was uh, I was on a shoot once and um, had some time. We were shooting a little bit later in the day, right? So in production, typically we do about a twelve-hour day. So we need huh. to shoot it. We do a 12-hour day? Well, I don't think we've we, ever uh, done under a 17-hour day, but right. okay. <laughs> well, you know, this was a different kind of deal. A uh, bunch of union guys grumbling. Mm. But, uh, but so we were filming, and uh, we were starting later in the day because we needed to film at night. So I had time in the morning. I'm not a morning person, but we weren't starting till like 2 p.m. So I decided to go for a run. We were... On the, on the coast of this island off of Indonesia called Flores Island. And uh, I decided to go for a chill little run on the beach, watching some waves. There's fucking nobody there. It's great. So I go for this run, and I'm coming back towards where we're staying, and I see this fucking huge sea turtle. And it's like kind of like maybe 10 feet off uh, where the waves are breaking. And I'm looking at it, and it's moving weird, right? Like it's it's kind of like herking, jerking around. It almost looks like a little like marionette of this giant sea turtle. And okay. So I'm like, what the fuck is that thing doing? And it's <laughs> it's weird. Like when you're, you know, we talk about like matrixing when you expect to see something. You might, mm-hmm. but it was moving so strange. I was just like, I thought maybe it had broken its legs. So I kind of run up to it. I get within about eight feet of it, and all of a sudden, this fucking <laughs> lizard that is called a Komodo dragon just goes, pulls its head out of the abdomen with no way coming out of its mouth and just looks up at me. You know, they've got big fucking scary teeth completely covered in blood, the entire head with just Mm -hmm. stringy bits. Like they've been tearing into like poor quality steak uh, and just looks at me. And I was just like, <laughs> and just took off and just sprinted away as fast as I could with no knowledge of how fast this thing could run and whether it could catch me or would try to. It was bananas, but it had its head all the way up inside this fucking sea turtle, and I couldn't it was using see. that turtle like a sock puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it got you. That's funny, man. I didn't know that story. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah it was a while ago. It was pretty bonkers. That's why I don't? Uh, yeah, this that's is why nuts. I stay inside for most of the days. Cheers, mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
They're uh, no, they're Komodo dragons. Probably, I'm not a favorite animal guy because I'm an adult, <laughs> you know. And once you reach about twelve, Let's you stop you saying my favorite animal. But yeah. aside from like crocodiles, I you know aside as from a my favorite group, animal, I would the say crocodile. My, I would say my other no, favorite no animal. shut yeah, up, yeah. Peter. My favorite animal, singular, not group of animals, is probably the Komodo dragon. It was a huge lifelong bucket list for me to go and see them. And, uh, I mean, I, I did it in 2011. Un- unbelievable creatures. I love those things. I think well, they're so, amazing. And they're, they, well, I was just going to say, so, like, obviously the Komodo dragon, okay, I've wondered, you went to see them, like, do you have to be behind, like, a fence or something? Will they attack and kill you? They're, they're like, tame. Uh, uh, they're not neither. So Komodo dragons, they are predators, right? They actually, there's kind of an interesting story. We used to think that they had venom. Then we learned that there was just bacteria in their mouths that was so nasty that when they bit something, it would cause gangrene and infection and die. Then we learned that they have that and a little bit of venom. So our understanding has actually, um, evolved of these creatures, but they're these huge monitor lizards. They live on a handful of islands in Indonesia and, uh, they, they are predatory, right? They bite water buffalo and things like that. And then they follow them around and wait for them to die. But they're very slow moving and they kind of just sit there and they're mm. lethargic. Now, that being said, there are a couple interesting things. When I went there, there was no kind. I mean, I went as a biologist. So I, I went there, I checked in at the ranger station and the guy, not joking, handed me a broom pole. And he was like, you know, this is for you. And he, the, the idea is if they get close, you whack them with the broom pole. Um, yeah. Swear to yeah. God. And uh, I was like, cool, this is fine by me. And uh, they they couldn't have cared less about my presence. Um, but there there were a couple things. So first of all, you I remember when I went, you weren't supposed to wear red. And I showed up in a red T-shirt. And then I had to go shirts optional all day because I didn't know you weren't supposed to wear red. And then women on their periods are not supposed to be there because they can, you know, and that's how they... Once they bite something, they smell for blood and they smell for, you know, any kind of any kind of uh, body fluid. So women on their periods are not supposed to go to the island during during that time. So I found that really interesting. And then there is a really cool story. Patrick and I once uh, wrote a show around it that didn't go forward of these divers that washed up. They were out because there's a lot of diving in the area. It's one of the best diving areas in Indonesia. And there were some divers lost at sea. And uh, they were like, oh, there's an island in the distance, right? And they're like, we'll swim over there, and the boat will come get us in the morning. And they swum over to Komodo Island, Komodo proper, like the main island where all the dragons mm-hmm. are. Had no idea it was Komodo, like shacked up on the beach. And uh, sure enough, I think, I don't remember exactly, maybe you do, Patrick, it was one of them or both of them, but they uh, definitely somebody got eaten by a Komodo oh, dragon wow. that night. Yes, Wait, yes. so they will, they'll, they'll yeah. eat you, like if, if essentially you're not a threat. Like if you were just sleeping, they come across you, they're hungry, it'll... It'll fuck you up and eat you. That's crazy. exactly. Yeah, Shit. no, exactly. And I mean, ultimately, if they wanted to as a human broomstick or not, there's nothing you could do to stop them. I mean, there really isn't. They're right. slow. You know, you could maybe outrun powerful. them, but they're just they're huge, powerful varanids. They're they're not. They have creatures. teeth. Like, I mean, they obviously must have teeth. But they have yep. big ass fucking mouths big with sharp teeth. teeth. Big Big, nasty, recurved interlocking skeet. So they just go in, boom, and then release. Oh, shit. Um, hey, that's look a at that dinosaur. Thing, man. I mean, this is prehistoric. Exactly right. right here. Exactly Crazy. right. No, I think there's such. They really are. They really you guys um, remember this was uh, from, this is going back to 2001, but I remember this story. Um, the actress Sharon Stone from, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Casino and Basic Instinct. Um, 
in 2001, she was getting like a private tour at the LA Zoo with her okay. then either husband or boyfriend, whatever. And they went into a Komodo dragon enclosure and he got fucking bit on his foot. No. Brutal. supervision of the people at the zoo. No by way. By a Komodo dragon and had to be rushed for emergency surgery and almost lost the foot, but didn't. But wow. I mean, it was, you know, they bit his foot. They were like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> You're going to lose that foot well, or leg. Because that's what it does. Immediately. It's whole surgery. fucking thing. Is, yeah. Like the yeah. bacteria just fucks. That's crazy, away. dude. Just crazy. I think I might have gone on a uh, gone on an uh, online app date with um, someone who had the similar bacteria. What, dude? <laughs> it's so out of left field, and and her, her breath was <laughs> gross. What a call! Dude. So wait, oh, how man. did you continue uh, making out with her even though it was gross? Dude, it wasn't even a possible situation Listen, for me. Yeah. It was it was so How old were you? How old gnarly. were you? Gnarly. Three. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most recent yeah, yeah. single. And uh it was bad. It was really bad. And so I was like, fuck. Otherwise physically yeah. fantastic. Sure. And I'm right, not. right. So uh <laughs> but I was smoking oh. and then I was started doing experiments where I was like, is it something she ate? <laughs> So then I was like trying to like, and I, what I was able to deduce was that it was actually coming also out of the nose. Dude. Oh, wow. So I was like, this is like Listen, real uh, bad, like halitosis. So it, I actually remember this because I remember you'd been on yeah. that date and then I talked to you the next day or two days later and you were like, because I remember you were kind of excited to meet her because she was really hot. <laughs> and then you were, I was like, how'd it go? And you're like, dude, I, I got to tell you about this thing that happened. And I was like, what? <laughs> You told me this story. <laughs> well, yeah, so weird. I mean, there's disgusting. obviously a catch 22 way too, way out of your league. Let me ask you a question. Right. Could, couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been sweeter. And I thought about, and I, I really thought about this delivering an anonymous piece of mail because I was like, she's gone that's, years and no, yeah, that's told what a psychopath would do. First of all, why would you have her address? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you went back to her house, so you guys just you guys fucked and no no kissing at all. Uh, no, no, of course, of course not, of course not. What were you gonna ask? No, I was gonna say. So l let's say you you came across this problem and you actually like cared about the person, and it was like somebody you were dating, and all of a sudden they just had terrible breath. How would you how would you handle it? Would you just write an anonymous letter from from elsewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I would tell them to go get some mouthwash. <laughs> you would. Yeah, Morris has no well, amygdala. First of all, he would, <laughs> would be scared. No, no. Well, Fear I would, would not. I would, I would submit a journal entry to the New England Journal of Medicine for a new <laughs> disease called instant onset halitosis. Uh, I'd be like, how does this happen? All of a sudden, you. I dated. I went on a date with a girl, and this is the difference between being an adult and being a like a like a young kid. She had horror. And which are you currently? Well, to be you'll, clear. you'll know after I tell the story. She she had Fair terrible enough. halitosis, which, by the way, I think is a fake thing. But is halitosis bad breath? It is. I didn't know this. It's, was it's a, term. a term, but I think it's okay. it's kind of one of those things that's not actually a scientific real thing. That uh, it's just people who have bad breath uh, consistently. <laughs> Anyways, I went on a date with this girl, <laughs> terrible breath, and I still made out with her, and. It's like now, 
I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I couldn't, my body as at this age, I physically wouldn't be able to do it. My dick would be up in my stomach coming out of my own ass. Uh, So Forrest, I got, uh, actually, uh, one of our uh, Brosners slash the wild bunch sent me a message on Instagram Yeah, because he lives in this place called Lake Jackson, Texas. Okay. Um, and I see that uh, producer Will has also put this on the show doc. I couldn't fucking believe this. So have you guys heard previous stories about um, a brain, a brain eating amoeba mm-hmm. being in fresh water? Yeah. And yep. We'll get it. Shoots up yep. their nose when they jump. Off. I know a person who refuses to go into lakes because of that fear of that thing. It's, it's, uh, I, uh, they have it in the Blackwater Canyon, which is where on the lower below Vegas, below the Hoover Dam, there's like a bunch of hot springs on the Colorado river. Isn't it, uh, it's Negleria Fowleri or something like that is the name of the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I remember these first hearing about these stories when I was in high school or college and it definitely changed the way I think about like jumping off a you know, people are like, oh, let's jump off the rock. It's 15 feet high. Because that's oftentimes how you get it is when you do like a cliff jump or whatever. Something uh, shoots up your nose. Only into fresh water and mm-hmm. the water shoots up your nose. That's often how the amoeba gets close enough to your brain. Goes up, eats your fucking brain. Nightmare. Like, yep. Basically something up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> by the way, this hasn't made any fucking national news at all. Because we've got the election. We've got COVID. We've got all this shit going. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even know what this, you're talking yeah. about. So. The governor of Texas has issued a disaster declaration in Brazoria County because in this place called Lake Jackson, Texas, this the uh, Negleria fowleri amoeba has infested oh, the water. Dude, what? Oh, jeez. So people are drinking it, and a six-year-old. Died. Oh my god. Um, and so now everyone has to boil everything or obviously drink bottled water that came in from out of town, whatever. Uh, no showering, fucking whatever, like wear a nose plug in the shower. Dude, um, Jesus. It's what, pretty crazy. Aren't the water that that is it not treat- in America? Not, not that I think you know the answer to this off the top of your head, but is it not treatable with like chlorine or something like that? I mean, I, I don't, you know. I would That's think if it's in the tap water, wouldn't chlorine yeah, like, kill it? Isn't I, I don't know. Is water going through a fucking treatment facility? I'm scared. This could, like, if I was right. a terrorist, yeah. this is what so, I would do. It would instill fear amongst <laughs> everybody. <laughs> so typically, the what you what they do is uh, the water that we drink that comes out of our tap is is uh, runs through a, a filtration system using a chemical called chloramine, mm-hmm. which is obviously like a less harmful to your body version sure. of chlorine. Okay. And so now they're what they're doing is they're running all the water through actual free chlorine, which is a practice called chlorine burn. Okay. Uh, but then you can't drink it. You can't drink the water. Oh, interesting. But at least you could shower. Wait. So, oh, I see. Well, so fucking it's, gross. It's horrific. It is and disgusting. And it's a good plot of a movie. And it's it's terrifying. Yeah. I One of the things, you know, practicing primitive survival, one of the things that I learned long time ago, and I think most people don't realize this, if you're stuck with bad water, right, obviously bad water is terrible. Like, you're better off to not drink water right. than bad water. Like, bad water can kill you. Stagnant water, will it will kill you if it's infected with yeah. stuff, right? It's terrible, and especially in a survival situation. But one of the things that I learned a long time ago, if I were to ever come across this, is you can actually put a little bit of bleach in your water, and it will sterilize that water. It doesn't matter how poopy brown color it is or what it is, but if you put a little tot of bleach, I think it's one to 
100 or 1,000 parts per million. I don't know. You know, you just put a little shot of bleach in, and you can actually drink it at that point. I'm sure if you drink it in large quantities, it's going to do right. a lot of damage. But I know that you know you can treat water by literally just adding bleach or I guess chlorine. But I'm sure that's you know that's equally unhealthy for well, you. Well, yeah, you don't want to do way. it long term. It just doesn't give. But you in an amoeba. emergency situation, yeah. I mean, it's better than potentially right. fucking getting something that's going to make you violently ill and actually puke out your stomach. Also, you're talking about an amoeba, right? So this is a, a, a simple celled organism that has the ability to reproduce at incredible rates in the right environment. Like if it's in a water supply that goes into the sewer or the, you know, the city water, like, first of all, how did it get there? I mean, I, I'm sure it could come from anywhere, but secondly, what is stopping this from spreading across the entire, like all water sources are basically connected. You know what I mean? I mean, they're, they're not, but through the water cycle, through the rain cycle, et cetera, they're all it's gotta be like, what is it's stopping gotta this be, amoeba from spreading? As a layman, crazy? it's gotta be the fact that it's, it doesn't just, there has to be some kind of reason why it's not just uh, procreating w- with a, with a limitless possibility. Maybe it's like the environment or the food or, or something. It's probably yeah, the, the conditions. conditions. It's probably the conditions, right, in which the, the amoeba is required right, to replicate, right. um, which I don't know what they are, but it's, it's disgusting and it's terrifying and it's crazy. It's worse that, you than know, Disneyland. Like every, 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 <laughs> everywhere I go in North America, I drink the tap water, right? I never think twice about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm in same. North America, I right? I like, drink tap water same. everywhere. Don't everywhere. Like, you know, I, I don't know that this will necessarily change that behavior, but if I'm in whatever that county in Texas is, it sure <laughs> oh, will. Dude. But it's like, that's crazy to think that that can just happen. Oh, yeah. Also, by the way, if I was like really sick and they're like, oof, like your brain is like packed full of amoebas. It's just so gross. <laughs> like it's such insult to injury. You saw that. Yeah. Like I would just be like, just blow my fucking brains out, man. Yeah, it's pretty there's bad. there's no cure for this once you get it. You saw that. No, you saw yeah, that that's video it. that uh, Boris sent us where he, you don't know what's really going on. And then he's like over a sink and he just kind of like goes like this Brain on grab. his head and a bunch of fucking bugs start falling out of his ear. And I was just like, are you Crabs. kidding me? Forrest, what I'm saying is you should have killed yourself. <laughs> yeah, many times over. Thank you. All right. So in some lighter news, I had something fun come across. My Ooh. Desk. Um hmm. Yeah, I thought this was a, a real cute story. In 2005, an African flamingo broke out of his enclosure from a zoo in Kansas. Okay, this happens. Like, I, in fact, we've probably all been to a zoo and seen the seen how there's like a one foot guardrail for the flamingos, and you're like, why are they standing there like this? Like, what is stopping them from just using their awkwardly long legs and just gently stepping over the guardrail and walking yeah. off? Um, but, uh, yeah. So in 2005, this, this African flamingo broke out of its enclosure in a zoo in Kansas that, like I said, I know that happens all the time. It happens here in Santa Barbara all the time. However, when they went searching for it, nobody found it at all. And they're like, okay, that's weird. Like, I guess the flamingo got eaten by a coyote or something. Well, fast forward eight years and a bird watcher by the name of Neil Hayward spots the flamingo in the Texas Gulf coast. And guess what? The flamingo has found himself a partner, another flamingo who's escaped from a Mexican <laughs> nature reserve five years earlier. And Dude. these two have somehow found themselves in, uh, in, on the Gulf Coast together. And uh, both zoos, this is the best part of the story, both zoos were notified of like their escaped animals like five and eight years later. 
And they were like, yeah, all good. Let them live their yeah. days out. And they just like hung out. By the way, if that story ended with the zoos oh, God. separated them, <laughs> I, re- I was never going to do another podcast <laughs> with that. <laughs> Dude, there'd be protests outside those zoos. Dude, that's an amazing. I mean, that's the type of. That's a Disney movie. It is. It's a movie. It really it's a, is. It's totally Disney a Disney movie. movie. Flamingo and yep. Bingo. I, I, God. Those flamingos <laughs> both escaped. They were looking up at the same stars. They found their way to they each fucked. other. And then I don't know how flamingos have sex. Because it's got to be weird since they both only stand on one leg. Well, can you bring up flamingos <laughs> mating, please? No. Just kidding. <laughs> Did you guys... Here's a, here's a fun um, fact. If we're talking about birds fucking... Did you guys, have you guys, I, one, one time I was driving down the road in my hometown and there's a pond there and I saw a duck being violently gang raped by two male ducks. And I was like, this is, I was like, I, I feel like I need to pull over and like do something. I, I feel like this is, why are you, I, I listen, I didn't get involved, <laughs> but I was very like, I was fucked up. I was like, this is horrible. What the hell's going on? The world is going shit. And, uh, but anyways, so obviously there wasn't Google back at this time, but I went to the library and I found out that ducks, uh, they will have a, have a uh, threesome or a gangbang. And not only that, but they will stay. It's like a monogamous relationship between three different ducks. And that my friend is why they are better than us. The, uh, the duck is also known for its uh, the anatomy. Really, <laughs> it's an extremely, extremely long. Oh God! Yeah, they've it's got some. They've got strange. some wacky genitals. You are, you are right. It's one of the reasons. It, it it's one of the reasons. Like I can't get behind <laughs> duck hunting. Like, and I have no problem with hunting as a conservation tool. And it's not because ducks are into gangbang. Oh yeah, yeah. You chuckled. I was wondering where you're. It's because they are. They are monogamous like that, right? And they do they do mate for life until um, you know until something happens and find a new mate, whatever. But the idea of like sitting in a blind and overfly these ducks and like you whack you know you whack one of the two and then the other one flies off and it's like that thing had mated oh. for life with this other animal. Like I don't know if love exists in the animal kingdom. I believe it does, but like they were together for life and you just removed that when from the equation. I got you know what I mean? I don't know. I, just I think got it's viscerally fucked. felt that in the pit of my stomach when you said it. I was like, that is you know what fucking I mean? awful, yeah. dude. Anti-Broner material. Don't duck hunt. Yeah, no, that's a that's a real letdown in the Broner <laughs> department. It's also it's a real, like... It's a real soft grouper. <laughs> I was going through a phase where I was watching a lot of Top Chef. Um, mm-hmm. This is like circa like 2009. Mm-hmm. And duck yeah. is like... Foie gras, dude. That's the problem. It's so good. Now, foie gras is a goose, but uh, fatty goose liver. But but yeah, duck, you know, high end restaurants, you get the duck. I gotta say, though, even at a really high end restaurant, it's awfully chewy. Like, just give me, I'll take the steak. Oh, give me the steak. I love They're not monogamous. Do you really? (laughs) They're not. I think duck is so good. That's one of the problems. That's that's why I, I wish I could get into duck hunting and didn't care because it's so tasty. I think it's such delicious meat. Uh, dude, don't you remember the street duck in Vietnam? Oh. When we were there and Johnny and Mitch went like 11 different times and kept bringing back platter after platter of street duck. It was right next to our hotel. It was beautiful, beautiful platter of food that they were getting for 10 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I had one bite. Wait, wait. So you weren't into it. So it you didn't, didn't do like it, it for you? Oh man, I thought it was so good. I just don't love duck. Man. I, I'm, no, I'm actually with not. Pat on this one. And you're right, cows are not monogamous. You know, leave those ducks in the sky, eat a burger. That's the message here, people. <laughs> yeah. I'm with Pat on this one. I, so, I don't like duck either. I find it uh, 
pretty chewy okay. and terrible. So I live in I live in West Hollywood. We know. Uh, Peter is currently in the <laughs> valley. So we both have this problem for us. Not as much uh, up in the mountains where you live, but um, walk outside. No, thanks. The sidewalk. You got a problem already. <laughs> if you're on the sidewalk in L.A. Because there's fucking shit all over it. Right. There's dog uh, shit. It's terrible. Mostly dog shit. Some yeah. human shit. Probably quite a bit of garbage. It. But a lot, a lot of garbage of dog and dog shit. shit. People are letting their fucking dog shit on mm-hmm. the sidewalk. I think it's gotten worse. It's fucking terrible. I don't know what the fuck yeah. is going on. But the city of Naples, Italy, has a similar thing going on. There's dog shit. Okay. We're like, what the fuck are we doing, man? Like, we gotta be. We gotta be. This is our this. fucking neighborhood. These are our neighborhoods. Let's fucking have some respect, man. So starting January, 2021, right? Everybody who gets a new dog has to get the dog. It's a, uh, you, you have to get the dog's DNA put into a database. I love this. I love it already. If they find, they're going to basically have a new parking task force, right? You, parking people drive around, they give you tickets. You're in the fucking database. They know who you are. They yep. make you pay it. Mm-hmm. If not, it goes to collections. They're going to do the same thing with dog shit. So if they find a pile of shit on the sidewalk. I love what? it. Somewhere it shouldn't have been in someone's yard. They're going to DNA test it. And you're going to pay a hefty fine because it's not cheap. $605 no dollars if you let your dog shit. It's way it's worse than That's fucking apartment violation. It's disgusting. It's one of the most infuriating fucking things. I have a dog. My dog will take the tiniest fucking shit. And I use, I use a whole fucking normal bag to pick it up, dude. I don't know what people <laughs> are thinking when they leave dog shit around their own goddamn neighborhood dude it's insane do you shit where you sleep no do you shit where you eat what are you doing god it, it pisses me off to know and i love this it's it's I, I completely agree with you guys but this the fact that they're using dna sequencing in a database i mean yeah. one it's kind of big brotherish <laughs> but two i love it yeah I, I love i'm it, so okay with it yeah i love it i think it's fantastic what a, what a great use of that technology, <laughs> by the way. Roll this out. Here's why you don't want me to be the mayor <laughs> of L.A. Because what I would do is this. I would say, yeah, we're going to do the Naples, Italy thing. Um, <laughs> but you're not gonna, what, we're not, what you're not going to do is pay a fine, right? I'm yeah. going to get a whole group of basically guys that look like Secret Service. They're going to wear, they're going to look like the men in black, <laughs> Will Smith. Black, black suits, sunglasses. They're going to have super soakers. It's going to kill two birds with one stone. Filled with bleach. Because oftentimes, the many, many homeless people around here, the, oftentimes their stool is very soft. It's How do you know this? Idea. Oh, it's okay. Right, right, right. Because it's all Visually, over the sidewalk. <laughs> so what we're, what we're going to do is we're going to collect. You and the men diarrhea, in black. And they're going to have super oh, soakers God. full of diarrhea. <laughs> and if you're caught the, letting your dog shit on the sidewalk, you're going to get a knock on the door. You think it's an Amazon package? No. <laughs> Super soaker full of diarrhea. Dude, my dog took a fucking diarrhea in the bathroom the other day. And it was, it makes me never want to have kids. First of all, it was the most foul (laughs) thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. But here's a controversial question that I'd. Why we have no female listeners. Nah, they love this shit. Every time you ever say that, I get messages and comments on the post on Instagram. That's like, fuck that. We're, we're bros too. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> All right, so so controversial question for you two to weigh in quickly on. 
you're you're walking your dog. You, your dog takes a shit. You pick it up. You're carrying it around. There's a garbage bin in the street. The garbage has already been collected, but the garbage can's still out there. You throw the fucking bag of shit in that garbage can. Thoughts? I mean, a lot of people fucking get up in arms about this. I do it every time. For sure. Yeah. You, 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 is it the right thing to do? No. Am I walking around for 30 more minutes with a bag right. of poop in my hand? And I'm not Absolutely fucking leaving not. it on the yeah. ground. I, I, and I'm picking it up. No. <laughs> exactly right. Effort. No, I look, it's, it's a gray area for sure. Am I putting it in the dumpster? 100% of the Same. time. I will not walk around with a bag of poop in my hand. Watch out, Reseda, you know, California. I <laughs> I agree with you guys. Like I would just put it in the empty thing, but if someone who lives in my there's twelve townhouses here, if someone puts a a box in the recycling that's not broken down, <laughs> oh, I you must go livid. I'm now taking them out and leaving the boxes outside <laughs> there. Oh God! Because I'm just saying, I've had it. I've yeah. fucking had it. I've been breaking down boxes. What I'm doing? My hands, my forearms are covered in paper cuts because <laughs> I never even bring a knife down. So I'm punching through the tape. I'm bleeding for you so that you can get your shit in it. You're throwing Amazon boxes? Full Amazon boxes. By the way, one Amazon box can take up like an eighth of the entire fucking dumpster. Whereas broken down, it oh, takes more up like that, one sure. three hundred. It's fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to get a quick cocktail. It's only going to take 30 seconds. There you go. But people want to hear Forrest anyway. Nobody likes Forrest. Oh, don't be such a baby. You know what it's a good time for? You know what it's a good time for? Little Bizarre Animal of the Week. I love that you're... Bizarre Animal of the Week. ...pound on the desk is the intro to everything. Yes! Wait, didn't do we have a better intro? I mean, I'm... You going to start scatting again, Peter? Because that was... Bada bee bop. Badoo betty. All right, go ahead. Bizarre animal of the week. <laughs> Bizarre animal of the week. Um, okay, so Peter. Well, we've lost Mr. Mm, many years ago. Um, imagine, okay, 65 million years mm-hmm. ago, dinosaurs roam yes. the earth. And crocodiles. A comet comes. <laughs> a comet comes, wipes out everything, okay. but one lineage of flying creatures. Mm. Okay? Oh, yeah. Staying with oh, me yeah. now? No other close living relatives on Earth exist of this creature. They're young. Now, keep in mind, I said flying. And they're still around today, right? They're still around today. They're young. Don't learn to fly up until they're two months old, right? So you've got a flying creature that spends the first two months of its life completely enabled flying. To get away from predators, instead of flying, they cannonball into the water and swim for cover until the threat is gone. These animals have dinosauric-like claws on the ends of their wings that they use to climb tree trunks back into their nests. Yeah, right? Imagine I mean, that. I'm, I'm picturing this thing, and I'm, I'm terrified that these still exist right now. Isn't this no. crazy? This is an ant- the only living ancestor of an animal that existed 65 million years ago. They, and like I said, they, they are flying creatures, and they can fly, but they do it so little that they often live their entire lives within a hundred feet of where they were born, similar to like a sloth. They just, they're born in one area. They climb up these trees with their like grappling hook wings. They dive bomb into the water and they never leave an area that is like a hundred feet diameter of where they're born. This is wild. Like I I can't imagine an animal that can, that can fly that never leaves, you know, a 100 foot radial area 
Are you, okay, you're starting oh, yeah. to picture this. Oh, yeah. Now let me make it weirder for you. Now you're thinking this animal that I've just described, this is clearly, it's like it's eating meat or fish, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's got these weird claws. It's been around since the dinosaurs. It's a folivore, which Peter means it only eats leaves. It eats nothing but oh, leaves. Oh, man, this is, this is a fucked up animal because I, I actually do have an idea <laughs> of, of what, what I'm picturing. And I, I don't know if I'll be right. Go on. Okay. But I got something in my head here. Well, let me ask you this. Do will, you have will, one? Do you have one at your compound for us? I wish. I, w- I wish I had several. Because <laughs> I was picturing um, one of your one of your birds. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. Okay. Um, and Will's gonna pull one up because I know. Can I take a what I'm talking for more info? And uh, yeah, oh yeah, we're not there yet. We still got a couple more. There's still more clues. And then I want to hear what you guys. Patrick's coming in late to the game, but I want to hear what I you are visualizing, and then I'm gonna tell you what it is. We're gonna okay. take a look at it. Um, so this animal. And just to get Patrick up to speed, last living ancestor of a line of flying creatures that dates back 65 million years, has no other living relatives on Earth. Their babies don't learn to fly for up to two months. Even when they do learn to fly, they do it so little that typically they never leave an area less than 100 feet of where they're born. Um, They have grappling hooks on the ends of their wings that they use to hook and climb up trees. I mean, this is a bizarre creature. Um, it's a folivore, which means it eats leaves. It's also a ruminator, so it digests its food in a specialized stomach, like a sheep or a cow, and it has a thousand species of bacteria in its gut. Okay. Um, okay. Super weird creature. Um, they and because it is a folivore, it eats leaves, and because it ruminates, it digests in this weird stomach and has a thousand species of bacteria. It's constantly burping and farting fermented foliage gas to release this odor, to get it out. Um, and the, the it has the nickname because of this, the flying cow. Okay. What do you think this animal is? Well, this is easy. Like? Uh, this is my ex-wife. Uh, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But let me take my guess quick, because what I'm actually envisioning is something we've talked about on the podcast before. Uh, okay. What was the giant bat that we saw that, that, uh, that was on the... That's what, the flying fox. Is that what that is? Is that what it is? Flying fox, yeah. I think so. I think that's what we... Oh, yeah. that, is that what it is? No. Ah. Good guess, though. I like where your head's at. That that. Good guess. No, it's okay. not a flying fox. All right. I, yep. I don't know... It's not, I, don't, I don't think I know what the name of the animal is, so I'm just going to not even try and make it an animal that I know. But I'm, okay. what I'm picturing is... A, a, I'm essentially picturing... What are your Dr. Seuss birds that you have? Guinea fowl? Yeah, I'm picturing a game. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You're thinking of the silky chickens. Yeah, Um, silky chickens. (laughs) Yeah. Will, can you pull up a quick picture of silky chickens so that people can can we write a song about the silky chickens too? Or a poem? (laughs) Silky chickens. I love it. For sure. Well, I mean, they're hilarious. Uh, They are. How many of those, how many silky chickens do you have? Oh, you actually. Seven or oh, eight you right actually now? have a silky oh, yeah. chicken. I, We've seen them. No, We've this is them. not what the animal is. This is not right. a silky chicken. I have silky chickens. Oh. The animal I've described is not. And that's what you chicken. thought that he was talking uh, about, Pat? Silky chickens? That's the best I can do. That's what I'm picturing because they seem pretty useless with flying. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. So for those of you who uh, want to see some of these images, obviously uh, go over to the yield YouTube. Will just pulled up a picture. <laughs> Forrest has like six it looks of these. Like just and not only yard. that, Will, do me a favor. Type in naked neck silky chicken. This is what we This is what we just got literally. This silky ago. chicken looks real, like real it quick. has hemmed pants on its legs. 
just wait. It gets better. You should see the chickens we yeah. just got. And then I'm going to explain what our bizarre animal of the it week looks is. Like it has- I'm digressing, <laughs> but I, I want you guys to see what a naked neck silky chicken looks like. It's, it's, Wait for it. It's coming. Silky Chicken looks like it's wearing the same pants that I wore to the eighth grade dance. <laughs> <It does>. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it's my a, It's very, uh, I just, a very ostrichy uh, look. I, get- I just got two of those. Yeah, two naked neck Silky Chickens. But th- these are very good guesses from both yeah. of you guys. I think the Flying Fox is pretty close. I really do. I think a Silky Chicken is a good comical, uh, <laughs> close creature to what I described. <laughs> But the animal that I that I am talking about, our bizarre animal of the week, is a bird from South America, from Peru, known <laughs> known as the Hudson. Uh, can you pull a picture up of it, Will, so that everybody can Never see what this incredible Hudson. creature looks like? It's also known. I didn't want to give away that it was a bird. It's also oh. known as the stink bird because of Whoa. the amount of farting and burping that it does. This bird. So yep. the locals in Peru just are like, dude, that bird flies over you. It's just fart cloud. It just, it just stink bird. Away. Yeah, the it's bird disgusting. never leaves its 100 foot radius area. The bird looks fucking like, crazy? like a king with with a like a robe on. Is what it looks like. It looks very regal, kingly. Yeah, they're 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 super bizarre. And so the Hudson, that is our bizarre animal of the week. Well, also by the way, that's unquestionably a dinosaur. <laughs> that's a yep. fucking. You can t- like in the face. Yeah. You look at the face of that, and that looks prehistoric in that fucking face. What is that beak? Is made out of like petrified wood. It's it's super bizarre. Got um, a mohawk. So yeah, that's yeah, that's our that's our bizarre animal of the week, dude. Guys. I really that's a good looking uh, fucking animal. I, I thought it was going to be much much <laughs> uglier. Honestly, I was picturing something that was like bad looking, and that is like a beautiful fucking animal. Nice. Peter, why don't we get there you, you a couple Hudson? Nah, I can't take care of animals. Let's get you a couple nah. Hudson. By the way, best joke of the night is definitely when you said that I was describing your ex-wife. That was did I say that? Joke <laughs> of the few, night. Yeah, you did. Ones. Yeah, good for you. Um, hey, do you guys want to get into uh, everybody's favorite time? Yes, always. Yeah. What's that time called? P- Patrick, you disappeared, but Peter called me out for always drum rolling on my desk to intro us. Can you intro us, please, Peter? Is this, uh, I'm not sure. Is it fact or fiction or is it Battle Royale? No, this is Battle Royale, man. It's obviously Battle Royale, you do. That's everyone's favorite. I don't know, man. I, I've, I've gotten a lot of fanfare about fact or fiction. Uh, it's time for the battle. <laughs> Royale. Three-way. Only one <laughs> word um, to say. Good. Good. I talk oh, too much. God. Um, I got one. I got one oh, tonight. Uh right. it's coming coming straight from producer Will. I think it's gonna be fun. Um you are going to become a superhero. Patrick, think back to Lion Man, right? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. yeah You're gonna become a superhero. But in this version of the Battle Royale. You have to pick three animals that you would let bite or sting you in order to get their superhuman senses. So you have to think about what that means, getting that, you know, we're talking Spider-Man, right? He gets the bad spider bite, he's up all night puking, the next day he's got dope-ass web-shooting powers, right? In this battle royale... And all you, you have know, to take is a spider bite. So that's important. Exactly, exactly. Right. So you're not going to be Elephant Man, right? Because if you're getting trampled by an elephant, you're probably not waking up the next day. So... Okay. You got to take this into consideration here. 
for what superpowers you're going to acquire to become the next well, pretty sweet. So it's Marvel not just a hero. bite. It's like you're getting you're getting a, an attack from whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to wear one in order to in order. So to you have to power. be able to survive this too, kind of. I mean, or you'd be dead. Yeah, I think that's a factor. I think that's a factor. This is That'll rough. Play. Okay. I'm definitely not going first. Okay. Somebody. I'll. I'll I'll have to go first. Let's do it. Because there's an obvious choice and I'm Mm going to win. Mm -hmm. I'm going to place a, just a plain old fucking black ant. Not a red ant, not a stinging ant. Just a a black ant. You know, just a common household ant, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to set it on me and I'm going to let it bite me. Okay. I will wake up in the morning and like the ant that bit me, I will be able to lift and carry... 5,000 times my body weight. <laughs> True. That's True. smart. Yep. So I will literally Good. be able to just, uh, you, you know, I'm in traffic. I get stuck. I will be able to pick up my car over my head and yep. walk out of traffic with my yep. car. This is true. Uh, All right. So, and to be billions clear, of dollars because I'm the strongest man in the world. I can lift you will. houses. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And to be clear, this is my battle royale. So I'm making up the rules. Super strength is now off the table. That's it. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Super strength okay. is gone. Okay. So that's it. Peter, no, you want to go next? You I want need me to, to dig, dig in? in while I think some more. Sure. Okay. I can you lift a million it. pounds, FYI. A million pounds. Did you just do the math? That's pathetic that I had to type it into the calculator, <laughs> but I'm on my second track. That's on. pretty good. I mean, you are you are undeniably the strongest creature that's that's ever lived of your size now. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats. Um, what do you got? What do you got? Okay. Rest. Yeah. All right. Um let's see, where do I go first? Where do I go first? I, um, insects are a good way to go with this for sure. Yeah. Um, some cool powers. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm thinking that my very first move is to, uh, man. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go this way. I'm out in the ocean. I'm swimming around and I take a bite from a wahoo. Right, a wahoo being the fastest fish in the ocean. Now they do have razor sharp teeth. It's gonna suck. I mean, even oh, a yeah. small one, I'm probably gonna need stitches. Like it's not gonna be good, but I will survive it. It's not, you know, a wahoo bite's not gonna kill you. It's like it's like a like a shitty dog bite, right? You get a bite, single bite, sucks. Gonna be very sad about it. But in the morning, I'm gonna be able to breathe in the water and swim at 50 miles an hour. Okay. Okay. Fuck, that's so much better than be able to just impress people by carrying stuff. Uh, I'm still, I'm basically Aquaman though, and he's a fucking loser. Like, who the fuck hangs out with Aquaman? He talks to fish. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't got there yet. I've got a cool power, but you're 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 Hercules. I'm Aquaman right now. You I mean, still I'm going to be more popular at like Venice Beach. <laughs> you are. Like, you can swim underwater 50 miles an hour, and god damn it. Okay. What? Yeah, the military what is going to be hiring me for sure good. for assassin missions. It's just a good, really good pick. Okay. Really good. Okay. Let's go. Peter. Okay. Well, Get it done. Um, draft. Two picks. I've two been picks. thinking about this for decades. So, um, my first pick. Now, I know this is going to seem uh, a little strange um, and a little untraditional, non-traditional, but I'm picking um, a gorilla, and I'll tell you why. A gorilla. Listen. You're gonna, okay. All right. A gorilla, I know you might, you might you think change. a gorilla would just, you know, it could obviously fucking come. It's very strong. It could kill me. But it, here's the reality. I'm very charming and animals love me. And I'm quite confident 
that uh, once the gorilla saw me and I started like, you know, putting on my charm, I'd easily be able to tame this gorilla. And all he'd do is give me a, a swift slap in the face and I would get his super strength and his ability to, uh, you know, everything else gorillas do. Wasn't the first part of this rule no super strength now? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, no, no. I get what you're saying, but he's also talking talking about lifting, bites you. lifting 10 million or a million times his weight. I'm talking about having the agility and the, the fierceness of a gorilla. Just imagine me as a gorilla. Okay, can we just say you that the caveat serve. of this is you come with like really hunched over shoulders and you're dragging Absolutely. your knuckles. I like will, you're, you're, you're different than I look normally. Okay. But you also have to take a gorilla attack in order to get this power. I'm right. getting I just hand. told you, you have to get attacked by a Did you not listen to my <laughs> dude? I just told you that I would easily be able to charm this gorilla into only giving me a slight slap to the face. It's a terrible pick. I mean, it's a cool power. I just don't believe that you'd survive the gorilla slap. I, I but that, that being said, you're very gorilla-ish. Like you're 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 quick to anger. Like you're 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 just you're a ridiculous person. You are. Like you're huge. You're I'm way too large. Yeah, you're just, you're way too big of a person. You're you're thick. I mean, like it's not a bad pick. Like I feel like you would fit in. Like it makes sense. Okay, so you're Peter, basically the guy from Umbrella Academy. I don't know if you've watched uh, that yet. Big hairy dude. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 it's it's good. Yeah, so you're, Peter you're gets killed right by a gorilla track. and then stays the same. What's your second? Yeah. Pick? <laughs> Peter, oh, second snake pick. drafting, dude. Fuck. Hey, oh, he's getting it. it. I hate this shit. All right, so my next pick would be. Uh, this, this animal is an animal that everybody has heard of. It's, um, it's an animal that has uh, quite a unique ability um, to regenerate itself when it is injured. I would be attacked by a earthworm. <laughs> okay. That's going to be pretty easy. That's a gorilla earthworm? Please, please continue. You think you can take on a gorilla okay. that can regenerate body parts? I don't think so. Okay, that's good. pretty good, Peter. Good I mean, pick. the whole uh, yeah. getting attacked by an earthworm—I'm not sure what that looks like, but uh, you're going real hard. I don't think it's going to hurt. I've, I've fought with many an earthworm every time I've gone fishing, so I think I'll be okay. I believe. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. What do you got? For my us? second pick. Um, so I've got my aquatic powers. I'm mixing <laughs> it up now. My second pick, and something I have actually been bitten by a number of times. Once with Patrick, actually. I'm gonna get just take a little little chomp from a chameleon. Oh. And now Ooh. I basically, yeah, I basically have the power of invisibility. Now, not exactly. We've all seen chameleons can change. You know, they don't they don't disappear. But I can I can go against the walls and I will be fuck. I will be such a good spy. Are you kidding me? I will be. So what yeah. are you gonna, what are you gonna do with that power? Are you gonna just like hang out and target until after they close and then? Hang out with no. I think lines. I'm gonna. I think I'm mostly gonna rob banks. To be honest, I think I'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna hang he, out in the corner of a bank, look like a trash can, and then they're gonna close uh, it, and I'm just gonna pop up and just go into the vault, and uh, okay. here we go. I didn't realize chameleons were good at cracking safes. That's awesome. That, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So look, I can I can now lift nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. pounds, which is amazing, nice. and I'll probably just gain twenty pounds so that I can make that into a million. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because I have the power of an ant. Now I'm going to add two powers to that. So first I'm going to take an attack and this could potentially be vis- vicious. It is from 
a creature called an animal called the Antarctic sponge. Okay. Okay. It's a, essentially looks like an adorable loofah. I don't know how it eats, but I don't think it's attack is going to hurt. And in fact, it might feel really good. Um, And then I'm going to take its power because this animal, the Antarctic sponge lives for 15,000 years. (laughs) It's a good power. Here's where this becomes Mm -hmm. a problem. I don't even like being alive in the age of social media. <laughs> and so like terrible pick a hundred years from now, what are you doing? Yeah, I just why don't are you die. picking something and well, then I, ta- telling us why it's a horrible pick? Well, here's why. Cause ultimately if I'm going to be the guy who can carry 900,000 pounds, <laughs> I also want to have no fear of death. Cause if you told me right now, dude, you're going to live to be 15,000. I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to do yeah, be, everything. Be great. Yeah. Watching everybody Let's go skydive without a parachute. Let everybody watch everybody in your yeah, life die 15, many, many times over for 15,000 years. That's going to happen either way, man. Cause I'm healthy as a horse. So Antarctic sponge, <laughs> I'm going to live 15,000 okay. years. And then I'm going to just take a kind of the low hanging fruit for my final pick. This is going to hurt. I don't know how bad, but I know it's going to be bad. I'm going to take a brutal, vicious claw and beak <laughs> attack from the peregrine falcon. Mm. Because this animal is the indisputable fastest animal in the sky, flying at speeds of up to 186 miles an hour. Uh, I want the power of flight. I just want that so I can fly somewhere, pick up mm. a house, and I'm not going to die for 15,000. You're Superman. You're, you're, you're ultra strong. You can fly yeah. super fast and you basically are invincible. You, you've created Superman out of animal powers. And maybe I'll dye good. my hair black and get some cool glasses. I don't know. Well, Jen, what's his name? Henry Cavill? Cavill? Henry, Henry Cavill. Yeah. 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 Will you please be as handsome as him too? Because that yeah. I can't change. I can't yeah. do anything about this nose. <laughs> All right, Forrest, how are you going to round out your skill set? Okay. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, mine's pretty eclectic so far. Um, so, you know, I'm going to keep going that way. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go traditional. I'm going to, um, take, take a shot from a very weird creature known as, um, a bombardier beetle, which shoots acid out of its anus, um, hot, noxious acid. It's literally at room temperature that will boil and melt things. So I have now the ability to swim really fast and breathe underwater, blend into the surroundings for no apparent reason, and <laughs> shit acid out at a very hot temperature if anybody startles me. For even less of an apparent reason. Yeah, for even less of an apparent reason. So I, 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 I am not, I'm not the military's first pick of Super Soldier. I'm probably their last pick, but, you know, still got some powers. I'm still it's, hanging in there. It's funny because you're... Your offensive tactics are useless if you're wearing pants, which means you always have to be nude from the waist down or wearing chaps. Yeah, just Daffy ducking it the whole time. You know, just a white, plain white T-shirt and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, cool animal superpower. I think you just lost the Battle Royale because you wanted to get that cool fact in there. Uh, yeah, kind of. If the Brosners pick you over me, uh, that you're done. Just, they're cheating. They're cheating. Yeah. All right. Retep, what are you going to add to <laughs> staying the same, being dead from a gorilla attack, and then whatever your second thing was? I'm obviously work. able to regenerate limbs and body parts. Uh, That's good. Whatever. That's good. I'll see you in 5 million BC when you're alive. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've been thinking about this while you guys were yammering. I, I, uh, 
it's going to be controversial, but I, I am going to take on uh, herpes because, you know, uh, take on herpes and then I will have the ability to multiply and take over anything I wish at a very viral rate uh, using all of my regeneration. So your third animal is getting herpes? That's your third. That's and then third having the ability to uh, to just <laughs> spread, <laughs> spread <laughs> across the globe with my regenerating limbs and my gorilla strength. So is, let me let me let me let me get your your superpowers straight. So you're just basically mm-hmm. you, but with even more aggression and testosterone and <laughs> even a hairier back yes. as a gorilla. You regenerate when something beats you up and you just spread yes. like a virus. Yes. So all of a sudden there's there's thousands of angry Peters yes. all over yes. the and globe. If, if you tear more, an arm off or anything of the sort, Pat say Pat comes at me with his beak and talons and pick you know lifts off my hand and drops it somewhere, it regenerates into a fully new uh herpes gorilla like earthworm you. creature. So you're just like ripping arms off and tossing them to the side. And then all of a sudden a new Peter sprout. This is my nightmare. You are describing more of you is my nightmare to begin with. A plague of you is uh, it's revolting. Imagine how cocky he would be in the Chicago bar scene. (laughs) If he knew that when someone bumped into him and started a fight, he could take his right arm Tear off his left arm, hit the guy with it, and then grow another left arm. I could cut off a toe, and it would regenerate into a full new fucking soldier. I think I got this. You would roll around with a pack of Peters at all times. There would just be an entourage of these hairy, aggressive Peters walking around. The problem is you'd still have herpes. Yeah, but you are still have herpes, herpes, by the way, and we all are herpes, so... (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Okay. So <laughs> Brosters, if you're digging this, um, you know, first of all, go on to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, please. That's all we ask. We don't sell ads. We don't do any nonsense. We just, we just love, want your love. But while you're there, do us a favor and give us a vote. Uh, who created the best superhero? Was it Papa Patrick's Superman-like creature, which is a combination of an ant's strength, a loofah's ability to live forever, and a peregrine's falcon ability to fly as the fastest creature on Earth. Pretty incredible. Basically Superman. Um, my very, very odd eclectic uh, group of powers, which is the Wahoo's ability to swim really fast and breathe underwater. The chameleon's ability to blend in. Maybe throw some tongue action in there. Not really sure. Um, and, uh, and the Bombardier's Beetle's action uh, ability to shit acid at a hot temperature. Um, of course, this is very useful for literally nothing. Um, or P- really? <laughs> Peter's um, uh, herpes-infested gorilla earthworm creature that replicates every time a limb is torn from it, has looks exactly like Peter but has more aggression and back hair, um, and is just riddled mm-hmm. with herpes. If you touch it, you Burns. get herpes. If you look at it, you practically get herpes. He's basically a giant walking Replicates herpes. very fast, um, uh, hard to control, not curable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is a mess. Patrick is the only one that had any kind of synergy or uniformity to his his superhero. Um, much cleverer than the other two. That being said, please don't vote for him. Uh, he's never got a win. Let's yeah. not make also, tonight the uh, night. Um, Forrest, so yeah, cleverer. Not a word. Carry on. Much cleverer. Hey, Ooh, hey thank you for that. Hey, Ritep, is the uh, 
Is the swag ready? Is the uh, are the shirts? Ready? Uh, just about. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting on the ones that uh, the professor the 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 name ones. But uh, we uh, we have two real fucking yeah. nice ones. I sent you guys my spirit animal. Yeah, love it. So when are yep. those going to go live for the people that are interested? <laughs> next, next, no, no, next week for sure. I've been meaning to put it up. I just got slammed, and uh, you know, sweet, yeah. So it'll be up next week. Awesome, Peter. All where right. can people find us on social media? And then I've got something to surprise you guys with, as well as the Brosners. Oh yeah, week. at Wild Times Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. On YouTube, uh, it is YouTube. You know, YouTube.com. The channel is the Wild Times Podcast. Obviously, search us in Google. We have a website, thewildtimespodcast.com. And yeah, we'll be there. Sweet. Yeah. I like that. So, guys, next, next week, week I have a surprise for us. Um, I have a friend, and she is an extremely famous Instagram model by the name of Charlie Jordan. Um, Will, if you're still on, maybe you can pull up a pic of Charlie. Um, she's got millions of millions of followers and she's an absolute sweetheart. And the reason that Charlie is going to be joining us on the pod next week is because Charlie has decided to use her public figure, her powers of persuasion for these millions and millions of what I assume are mostly thirsty guys, <laughs> um, to, uh, bring some attention to conservation. Nice. Now she's not a biologist. She's not a conservationist. She is just an average. I mean, she's not average. She's beautiful, but she is just a normal person who has this incredible power of influ influencing others. And she has decided to shine a light on and change her, her direction to be about wildlife and oh, conservation. Wow. And she's coming on the pod next week to tell us about that for the first time. That is her cool. first venture into the space. And uh, she's decided to join us next week to well, talk about it. Yeah, yeah so uh, hopefully she's prepared for the fact that we are three drunk buffoons mm -hmm. and we will talk some conservation and a lot of bullshit probably you know about childhood cereals uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah charlie charlie with a y c-h-a-r-l-y jordan will be our guest next week we'll talk all sorts of shit that's gonna be fun always is yeah it'll be a good time it'll be good to get her perspective on everything yeah. and um until then uh that's about it good night good night, good night. shut up pat Love you guys, listeners. <laughs> Hi, Peter.